1: Thursday edition PFTOT, the extra little program where we talk about the things we didn't get to or we talk more about the things we discussed. And that's the category we fall into today, Chris Sims, because we're going to talk about this notion of untradeable players. It all came up because the Bengals have suggested they wouldn't have taken any offer to move out of the number one overall spot in the draft and not select LSU quarterback and Heisman winner Joe Burrow putting him in the category of untradeable before he's ever even touched an NFL football and an NFL game. So regardless of whether or not Burrow is untradeable, and I think we both agree that he isn't untradeable at this point, let's come up with the guys who are. Let's go back and forth. Let's start pulling names back and forth and try to come up with a consensus list and begin with the most obvious, and then we'll see how far it goes. Is it four? Is it six? Is it ten? Let's start. Give me me the first guy that comes to mind for you when we talk about an untradeable player.
2: Patrick Mahomes, that's the first guy, the most untradeable guy in the sport. I don't think you're going to disagree with that, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. No, I, uh, no disagreement. He he is. You could not give the Chiefs anything that would get them to even consider trading Patrick Mahomes. I agree completely and entirely. And I think they w- they wouldn't even answer the phone. They would not even bother. Don't even right. have a conversation. Don't waste our time. Patrick Mahomes is going to be a Chief for life period. Now, look, maybe some point later in his career if his skills start to diminish, that's a different conversation. For now, no way, no how. All right, I'll I'll go Russell Wilson. The the Seahawks have built their team around Russell Wilson. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. They've made the big financial commitment to him. I think Russell Wilson is untradeable by the Seahawks. No way, no how do they part ways with Russell Wilson after all they've invested in him? Do you agree with that? Agreed. I,
2: I, yeah, I do I do agree with that. You know, well, one like you said, they've invested in him too they've handed over kind of the keys of the organization and made it about the offense and Russell Wilson that's what's different about the Seahawks team as compared to the teams that were winning the Super Bowl so you're right you know between what they've invested in him and then what they've invested in the team to make sure he can carry the team that way too i don't i don't think he could ever be traded either now listen i'll say this and i think i've told you this before i had heard a rumor from some people that i trusted a few years ago that You know, Seattle called Cleveland when they had the number one pick. And there was this rumor going around the NFL that they offered Russell Wilson to the Browns for the number one pick the year they drafted Baker Mayfield. I never followed up, but I just know I had people tell me that that was something people were hearing. Uh, But now we're two years down the road, three years down the road. And I think the Seahawks have totally flipped the organization over to where it is all about Russell Wilson. And yeah, he's more untradeable now. And I think he was even then. I don't know how serious those discussions were, but I I agree with you there. Long story short.
1: I think calling the Browns about possibly trading Russell Wilson is the equivalent of Russell Wilson going to spring training with the Yankees, right? Baseball was always something he discovered when it was time to negotiate a new contract. So Russell, we're getting close to doing a new contract. We're either going to work it out or we're going to trade you to Cleveland. Your choice. Now, he he was born in Ohio, but I don't think that's enough to get him to convince his spouse to live in Ohio. I was born in Ohio, too. I'm not trying to say something bad about Ohio. But uh, that is the kind of of thing that I think a team would maybe do because I think there may be something to it. And the deeper level is, uh, Russell, we got to work this out reasonably at some point because uh, if you just want too much, we will trade you and get what we can get. And uh, we're going to put you in a position where you're going to have to be the jerk. You know, he's so buttoned up. He's so polished. It's one thing for Antonio Brown to put the kibosh on a trade to Buffalo. It's another thing for Russell Wilson to put the kibosh on anything. What's he going to say? If the Browns want him and the Seahawks are going to trade him, what's he going to say? I don't want to go to Cleveland. He's not wired to do that. So they really could have put him in a tough spot, Chris. I think there may be something to that.
2: Well, you know, again, like I said, it's not that I'm an investigative reporter, but, you know, we both, you know, we both know a lot of people in football. You know, I do too. And yeah, I, you know, I, I know back at the time, not long after I, I kind of told you that when we were in a commercial break or through text or whatever it may be, and it wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I think your point's real. The fact that, you know, they could have been holding that over him just like a little bit last year too, before he got the deal, right? There was those rumors that all oh, Russell Wilson, Sierra, they want to go to New York. They might be the new quarterback of the New York giants and all that stuff. Yeah, probably a lot of it was nego- negotiate, or, you know, ploys and negotiation. So, uh, but either way, I think we're both in agreement that right now he is untradable, and I think the next guy on that list is Lamar Jackson. You know, I, right? I mean, I, right now, yep. especially he's the MVP of football, and you know, to the same extent we've talked about the other two guys, they've really formulated and orchestrated the offense and the team around the skill set of of Lamar Jackson and. Yeah, if you're going to have all these tight ends and great offensive linemen and the plethora of running backs, you know, to run this intricate, you know, read option offense off of the run game, you need a you need a talent like Lamar Jackson. And they're just they're not growing on trees. We know that. So uh, I think he is untradeable at this point.
1: I agree with you there, especially because of all the changes they made to the organization, to the offense, to cater to the strengths of Lamar Jackson yeah, there's no way the Ravens would give him up at this point because who's going to run the offense if he's gone? Robert Griffin III? Uh, no. Eight years ago, it's funny, to th- it's funny to think how that perception changes. Robert Griffin III, look at what he got in trade because that, that's what Washington did. They didn't trade up for the number two pick just because they wanted a number two pick. They traded up to get RG3. Three first-round picks and a second-round pick was the total investment. So he wasn't untradeable then. Lamar Jackson is untradeable now. And now we get to a point where it's harder to find guys. And I'll go with Aaron Rodgers here because this year he is untradeable because the cap hit would be crippling for the Packers. And I don't think Jordan Love's even remotely ready to take over. They need to have him now between the cap hit and the and the skill set. I'm willing to put Aaron Rodgers on the list, Chris.
2: I, I think so, too. I mean, he's the best player on their team. Uh, that's why I'm still confused by the draft. Huh. Let's address our strength of our football team and draft somebody there so they can sit on the bench and drink some Gatorade. Still don't understand that pick. It actually pisses me off more as the days go by. So, uh, but I'm with you. I mean, he's, he's still one of the best players in football, and uh, I, I don't think Green Bay is really you know a, a great team without Aaron Rodgers. So between that and the money situation, like you said, he might be tradable here sometime in the future, but he's not in 2020. That's for sure. Aaron Donald's all the right, next do guy you? on the list. Yeah. I think for me, right? I mean Aaron Donald, yep. you know, uh, I, I I yes, you know, it just he's the best defensive player in football for what is it now? 5 years running and you know, he's unstoppable. You know, all I have to do is, you know, when I have my podcast and things and I ask, you know, NFL players who's the best player they played against and do things like that. Man, I asked Aaron Rodgers last year and he didn't hesitate. I mean, and then and then he went on to be like isn't it unbelievable? I mean, have you ever seen anything like Aaron Donald? And I, I was like, no, you're right. I mean, Aaron Donald is just rare, you know, to be that dominant, that size, to to be that athletic and twitchy and quick and explosive and everything about him. Uh, and, you know, he's the best player on the Rams football team. And a lot of the things and chaos we've seen the Rams create on the defensive side of the ball since Sean McVay's got there and, and made them a contender. It all goes through Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald's a game wrecker, a game plan wrecker, and you have to spend all week trying to figure out how you're going to stop him and not let him ruin a football game.
1: Here's the other thing that makes him untradeable. Of all the contracts the Rams have meted out over the past couple of years, this is the only one that hasn't blown up in their faces. Right. This is the guy they have to hold on to. Every bad decision they've made, whether it is signing Todd Gurley and giving him way too much money, signing Jared Goff, giving him way too much money, signing Brandon Cooks and giving him way too much money and then dumping him two years later, trading for Jalen Ramsey without insisting on a new contract, all these bad moves. The one thing that's worked out is Aaron Donald. You can't trade Aaron Donald now. He is the best defensive player in football, and they need to ride that out as long as they can to make up for all the stupid stuff they've done, Chris.
2: And beyond him, I don't know who else. Who else I, is I there? I, I, I think that's it, Mike. I don't, you know. Hey, maybe Christian McCaffrey now because he just got that new deal. I mean, I don't know, but I, I, again, I'm with you. I don't know if there's anybody else that we can legitimately make a case for, you know, right now I to want- say they're... Yeah, who are you going to say, Brady, Kyler Murray? Oh, you're right. It is Kyler Murray. Good job yeah. by you. Yeah. You're right. You're not trading Kyler Murray for anything right now because right now, if you know, you had to look into a crystal ball, you're going, uh-oh, this guy looks like he's going to be really, really special and unlike anything we've seen in the history of football. So, you're like awesome pull by you. You're right. I think the I think the list probably ends right there.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, even Christian McCaffrey, if somebody would call up and offer Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I guess that's the ultimate test, right? Would you trade? Well, and and that makes Kyler Murray tradable because Cliff Kingsbury, (laughs) I think he would take Patrick Mahomes over Kyler Murray if he could get him. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe not. I mean, because here's the other side of it. And this is one of the reasons why the Bengals would hesitate if the Chiefs did call and offer Patrick Mahomes, even though at the end of the day, they should say, yes, we'll take him. You've got Joe Burrow on the front end of a rookie contract. You're stepping into a major financial obligation if you take Patrick Mahomes. That is the one thing to keep in mind here. If you're the Cardinals, if you're the Bengals, if you're a team that would be in a position where you could trade a young quarterback, you're not getting Patrick Mahomes in the early years of his career. You're getting him right on the the brink of really having to pay him huge money. And uh, I still think the Cardinals would do it. I think the Cardinals would take... I don't know. Would they take Patrick Mahomes now for Kyler Murray? Because Kyler Murray is on the verge of exploding the way that Mahomes did in 2018.
2: Yeah, he is. I, I mean, I think they'd probably take Mahomes, but I, I, it wouldn't be easy. I, I don't know. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's not going with the spirit of what we're talking about here. Well, right? it's I mean, untradable. You, You're talking know, more draft picks. I know. I know. You're right. We're You're talking right. more like a
1: draft pick I, package. But, but a guy right. who would never be traded under any circumstances. The list begins with Patrick Mahomes, and for every other one of these guys, you have to ask yourself, would you trade the guy straight up for Mahomes? Would you trade Russell Wilson for Patrick Mahomes? I mean, to put him on this list, our answer is no. Would you trade Lamar Jackson for Patrick Mahomes? You put on, you know, again, that that just underscores how much better Patrick Mahomes is than everyone else right now.
2: I think so right now. Yeah. And, and again, to what you said, Mike, I mean, we're just, we're just starting to scratch the surface here for this guy. You know, it, it, the year he threw for 50 touchdown passes just two years ago. I know many a times I came back and went, man, he could have thrown for 60. He just played it a little conservative. And then last year he got hurt and all that. So again, I don't think we've seen the best from this kid yet. That's what's really awesome and scary and, and everything about it. And that's why he is the best player in the game. And the guy that, You know, I think you and I both enjoy watching more than any other player in football right now. There's a lot of guys we love to watch. But Mahomes is, he just, gosh, he does things that we've never seen players do or quarterbacks do. And it's just fun to watch the theatrics and the way in which he gets it done.
1: Well, here's hoping that we will see him and his teammates on Thursday night, September 10, raising a banner, hosting a team game will be played hopefully we're going to find out that schedule tonight for all the chiefs games but starting with the opener that will be televised by nbc let's hope it happens as scheduled chris great stuff as always we'll check you out later today on lunch talk live we'll check out unbuttoned with paul burmeister and uh we'll see you on monday
2: see you man be good have a good weekend all right pal